Good Tuesday morning, everyone. It's the 21st of December, and my title today is Dealing with Slips and Falls at the End of the Year. You know, porn traffic on the Internet dramatically increases during the Christmas season. Perhaps it's because people are away from school or on vacation, from work, or just have more free time on their hands. It might be because there are triggers that show up at your door. We call them in-laws or family members that drive you crazy. It could be that you're alone, and it is a way to fill the free time and take your mind into fantasy land where you can have the illusion of being wanted. But it is only an illusion that, you know, soon disappears and you end up feeling worse than before. And so on and on the cycle goes. Part of every person's recovery is learning how to handle slips, falls, and failures. Now, I'm just being realistic Should our goal be complete sexual purity? Well, yes, of course. In reality, however, this side of heaven, will we ever be able to achieve that? Well, I'm at 68 years old and I ain't there yet, but I am much closer than I ever have been. My point is that we should not expect to fail. However, If and when we do slip or even fall, then we're not devastated and we stop working on our recovery. The whole purpose of our enemy, with every temptation and failure, is to get us to quit, give up, and give in. You know, it takes nothing on our part to just go ahead and fail. It takes strength from both the Holy Spirit and a community of others to help us begin to decrease our use of porn and increase our use of community. Today, let's talk about what I mean by a slip. Let's use uh, the metaphor of a cliff along the side of the road. And if we commit to sexual sin, we go over the cliff and there's going to be some damage. So to not go over the cliff... Uh, The highway people set up boundaries or guardrails. The theory being that if you do not cross that boundary or guardrail, you won't go over the cliff. That makes sense, right? Normally on the freeway, before you even get to the guardrail, they've placed the shoulder along the edge of the road, and it's usually covered with loose rock. And so even before... You get to the loose rock, you still hit the small edges in the pavement. Have you ever wondered why they take the time and expense to do that? It is to give you two warnings before you hit the guardrail. You go onto the grooved pavement and you hear that noise. And then you hit the loose gravel and you hear more noise. And then you hit the guardrail and you start cussing. But if you go over the guardrail, you just might be dead. Now, sexual temptation is much more subtle than that. You don't get loud warnings. A trout fisherman doesn't jump into the stream and splash around and yell out, Hey, fish, I'm coming for you. No, he's sneaky. 
finds the right fishing fly that he knows the trout likes and gently waves his pole back and forth and drops that fly upstream as gently as possible, and he lets the bait float down over the fish, luring it and enticing it to strike at that tasty morsel with a hook in it. So you're the trout, and your enemy is fishing for you. Or better yet, Satan is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And guess what? You're the blue plate special every day. You are a target. We are behind enemy lines, and we're being actively stalked. However, with some very practical thinking and work, we can set up our own boundaries in our lives, which will help us stay away from the cliff. And what we tend to do is minimize our sin. Or when we fall, we tend to sweep it under the rug with another lame promise that we're going to stop sometime or we're going to start again in the new year. And we go on living an unexamined life, which sets us up for our next fall. Now, if there's one thing I've learned over and over and over again during the past 16-plus years of my recovery is that I must, I really must, I really, really must learn from my mistakes. Don't we do that in everything else in life? So listen to me. This is the work of recovery. God will do his part, and the spirit inside of you is there to help and transform you. But stop over-spiritualizing this and get down to the basics of what you can do to help yourself. We're to continue to work out our salvation and diligently pursue godly living. And what you can do is to set good boundaries— Explain them to your recovery team and then allow them to help hold you accountable and to be available when you're being tempted. Today, take a few minutes and seriously examine your last fall. Why do you think it happened? What impacted your thoughts and and feelings before you were led to the slaughter? Were you angry about something? Were you feeling lonely and ignored? Or were you just horny or any combination of those things? Talk with your support guys about it and get into the specifics of your fall with the idea of creating some new boundaries to keep you from going over that same damn cliff. Now listen, I have an online support team that meets every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Actually, I have that and 13 other online support teams. But in that one specifically, on Saturday morning, uh, there are 10 men in the session, most of whom are from the USA, but one lives in Canada and another is in the Philippines, which is like 13 hours ahead of where I live. And in that meeting, and all of them really, We talked about what it takes to get through withdrawal. It's one of the videos in our 180 recovery program. 
And so they watch that video before the meeting, and then we talk about why it is so hard to get through withdrawal. And on average, it's going to take you about 90 days. But if you're in a group or on a team, then you can share how you all did every week. And some guys have a good week. Others face some major temptations. And one had struggled and had some falls. But he was there telling the truth, finding support and compassion with absolutely no condemnation. Then we ended with praying for one another, and these men will be texting each other every day over the coming week. All of us are progressing in our recovery because we're on a team of men helping one another. Just like we're told to bear one another's burdens, and to confess our sins to one another and pray for one another that we might be healed. And listen, my friends, I've got 14 online support teams and I'll start more if I need to. So we have room for you. Please let me know if you're interested in being my guest in one of those online support teams. And then after you've seen it and heard it with your own eyes and ears, we can talk about whatever it takes to help you join. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcasts. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord and preparing to celebrate the birth of our Savior. God bless. Take care. And goodbye. Goodbye.